You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads Agency. Hi, everyone. Regina here with Starter PPC. We have a lead generation client, meaning not an e-commerce client. They just collect leads on their website and then they sell them services. Actually, this one sells that. It's a platform, but it's a platform that's sold to large corporations like car manufacturers, for example, might buy this. It's a forecasting software. And so it's expensive. You cannot sign up for it on the website. It's sold using sales reps through a demo call, right? So they're just generating leads on their website and then they handle the sale offline. That's what I mean by lead gen. What I'm gonna talk about is lead quality issues. So the client messaged us recently saying, hey, we're finally getting quite a bit of leads now, but the quality isn't that great. Most of the leads, they don't necessarily respond or show up for the demo call. Obviously the client is gonna try to do what they can to convert the leads that we're giving them. Maybe there's something that can be done to get people to show up for the demo call. Maybe there's something that can be done to get them to respond, but we're also going to do what we can to increase the lead quality without increasing the costs too much. I wanted to just show you guys in real time what's going on inside the account, how it's structured, and how we are going to attempt to resolve this in the coming weeks. So like a strategic solution to the problem. I'm making this video because I've seen that it's a common phenomenon. This is the common situation where a lead gen company has the ideal target market that they want to target, but the market size is just so small. And so the algorithm spends most of its budget on more high level searches, maybe middle of funnel or top of funnel searches that are a more long tail and people are not necessarily looking for the product or the service itself. They're looking for something that indicates they might be interested in the product or service, but we don't really know. So that's what I mean by middle of funnel and top of funnel. It happens a lot where you might have these bottom of funnel keywords and the market is so small and it's also super um, saturated. There are other competitors going after these bottom of funnel keywords. And it can be tough to get the algorithm to actually spit aggressively on those ones and spend money on those ones, because it just seems like the algorithm is spending a ton of money on all the other keywords that are just low quality keywords. So we're going to take a look at that. And then I'm going to talk about a cool strategy that you guys can try to resolve this situation. So I'm going to minimize my face. So first of all, what do I mean by bottom of funnel keywords? Let's look at the last 30 days. Okay. And for those of you that don't know the difference between a search keyword and a search term. So the difference between these, the search keyword and the search term is the keyword is the phrase that we're targeting, right? So we've chosen all of these, we've put them in phrase match or exact match or broad match, which are different keyword match types, which you can read about, or maybe I'll make another video about them someday. And then over here, the search term, this is what the user is actually searching for. And so the algorithm takes your keyword and it decides mm, close enough and it matches what the user just searched for in Google with our keyword. I have the keyword column pulled up over here and you can see that the search term is matching up with the keyword. So our keyword best inventory forecasting software is matching up with this more longer tail business keyword. Now, I don't have any filters on other than the campaign is enabled. I'm sorted by cost so we can see what are the kind of the heavy lifters, where are we spending our money? And you can see that 
most of these are actually bottom of funnel keywords. And I'm calling them bottom of funnel because they indicate that the person is looking for a product or a service that we're selling. They're literally standing there with their wallet in their hand and they're saying, I want to buy a software. <laughs> so they're not searching for inventory forecasting. They're searching for inventory forecasting software. They're not searching for demand planning. They're searching for demand planning tool, right? They're looking for a SaaS solution that potentially that we sell. And most of the keywords here that are at the top have software forecast. Actually, this one doesn't actually save software in it. So I would call this a bottom of funnel keyword because it says software. And I would call this one like more like a middle of funnel because the person is looking for a forecast, which is what our software would give them, but they're not looking for forecasting software or forecasting platform or forecasting tool. You get the idea, forecasting system. So this is a middle of funnel keyword. And it makes sense to me that when I sort by cost, all the bottom of funnel keywords are gonna rise to the top because those ones cost more per click. Why? Because you and all your competitors really wanna go after those. Those are the super high quality people that you wanna bid on. And so the cost per click is gonna be worth more because they're gonna have a higher conversion rate. As you can see, we don't have too, many, too much data here to show. We actually only saw one conversion in the platform last month, although there were a few conversions outside of the platform. So Google is just dropping its tracking. So that's something that is always a battle, but these software keywords are going to have a higher conversion rate and therefore they're going to have higher cost per click. This is SEK, which is Swedish Krona. Oh, this is 178 SEK for three clicks. Wow. I'm really surprised there were 19 people searching for this one search term. 178. Okay, $16 divided by three click. It's not the cheapest click in the world. It's not like a dollar. They're gonna cost more if they have the word software attached to them. Now, if the client is emailing me and saying, I need higher lead quality, it says to me, okay, for quality, what we need to do is lean in and get more of these software type keywords. Keyword contains search term, contains tool, software, system, platform, solution. And over the past 30 days, we spent 4,000 SEK out of a total account, 21,000. Okay, so about one fourth of our budget. 4,000 SEK is on bottom of funnel search terms. And I'm not even sure that all of these are super hyper relevant. Test scenario tools doesn't seem, we should question that one. Scenario planning tool, scenario analysis tool, forecasting platform, these are good. So if we can get this 4,000 SEK to 8,000, right? 8,000 we're spending in 30 days, 21,000, sorry, 22, more like, that would be higher quality leads overall, right? Because those are people that are looking for software to buy. So what I want to try to do is lean in to spending more of the budget on these bottom of funnel keywords and not the other ones, right? Copper planning forecast for example, the one we looked at. How can we structure the account to try to force budget into these bottom of funnel keywords? And here's the tricky part. We have a limited budget, right? We can't just create a million different campaigns. We can't create a campaign that just has software keywords in it and more campaigns that have other ones. In fact, we're already splitting the budget right now between 
these industry specific landing pages, which have really small market size. And then we have the more general landing page for general searches that we don't know what market they're in. So this campaign has two landing pages, one for just general forecasting, one for tactical planning and scenario analysis. So we're trying to create landing pages around different keywords and then different industries. If someone's searching for forecasting for the chemical industry, for example, and even though we didn't really look through these search terms, it is getting relevancy. Look, I have a, a filter for our bottom of funnel and it got none of those in the last 30 days. So let's remove that and see what it's doing. Chemical market forecast, chemical industry market trends, chemical industry market outlook. Right. So these, I would call these all middle of funnel, but because they're industry specific and they are tailored to our landing page, we definitely don't want to turn it off. Right. We definitely can't spend the entire 21,000 SEK and shove them, shove all of that budget into bottom of funnel keywords. There just isn't enough people out there searching for chemical market forecast software. The algorithm didn't even find a single person to bid on, but it's possible that we might be able to spend more than 4,000 SEK. So what are we going to do? How are we going to restructure things? Here's what I would recommend. Hi there. Quick interruption. Do you know the main thing that prevents small business owners from getting their Google ads account into a position to grow and scale budget? A lot of businesses, especially those that are just starting out have limited budgets. And so because of this, they're turned away by most ad agencies because most ad agencies have minimum budget thresholds that they're willing to work with. So what happens is the business owners end up learning Google ads themselves. And the problem with that is that most of the advice online is geared towards larger accounts. And the advice doesn't have any of those strategies or tricks that can kickstart the algorithm into giving a small account a leg up over larger competitors. So it often just doesn't work and the business just ends up losing money month over month. If this sounds familiar, Starter PPC can help. We offer Google Ads management services that are designed for accounts that have between $1,000 and $5,000 budgets. And because all of our clients are just starting out, we've come up with ways to keep our management fees significantly lower than most agencies. Because we know that every dollar saved on management fees just goes towards the ad budget, which is going to help the algorithm gather speed and power. So if you're serious about growing your business and you'd like a team of Google Ads experts to help you without breaking the bank, check us out at starterppc.com. Okay, back to the video. I would split your keywords into bottom of funnel and middle of funnel, right? In addition to dividing by landing page, which is what we have going on here, we also want to divide by bottom of funnel and middle of funnel in some way where we can control the budget because we want to try to give the bottom of funnel keywords more budget than it can spend. And we want to also bid aggressively on those keywords, right? We're willing to pay double the cost per click than we're willing to pay on the middle of funnel keywords. So we don't want to leave it up to the algorithm. The way it's set up right now, we're just letting the algorithm decide if it wants to ignore our keyword where we have the word software and just bid on market forecast instead of market forecast software. We're letting the algorithm decide when to do that. Instead, we want to try to encourage the algorithm by forcing budget and having a very aggressive bid strategy on the bottom of funnel keywords. So how do we do that? We have to have a dedicated budget for the bottom of funnel keywords. So I would split the keywords out into two campaigns. And since we already have four campaigns and we like this structure, I would create eight campaigns, right? I would duplicate the campaigns we have here. However, we're not going to duplicate the budget. And I'm going to talk to you guys about how we're going to do this. So right now we're sharing budgets. 
these three share a budget and then this one has its own dedicated budget because there's more market size for general and non-industry specific. So we're going to, we're going to use shared budgets to avoid splitting the budget because when you have a limited budget, it's bad to just divide it. It can be very restrictive to give every single campaign a really teeny tiny budget because the campaign doesn't have the power and the opportunity to bid right when it needs to bid on that hot lead when they're searching at that moment because it's run out of budget for the day, right? So we don't want to divide the budget up too much. So we're going to use shared budgets to overcome this. So what I'm going to recommend is duplicate the campaigns, set up two shared budgets, one for bottom of funnel and one for middle of funnel. So all four of the campaigns you see here are going to share a budget called bottom of funnel and all four of the new campaigns that are duplicated are going to share a budget called middle of funnel. Then what you're going to do is you're going to clean up all the search terms, right? So for the bottom of funnel campaigns, rename everything. These are going to be bottom of funnel campaigns. In these campaigns, what you're going to do is you're going to make everything exact match, exact match software, exact match tool, exact match solution. You get the idea. And we're going to set the bid strategy really liberal. It can spend whatever it wants to spend to get to, to win over the competition on those high intent keywords. Then on the middle of funnel campaigns, what you're going to do is, and this is the important part because you don't want the campaigns to overlap and compete with each other for the same placement, right? You're just adding to the competition that way. Don't do it. So for the middle of funnel campaigns, you want to go into the negative keywords and you want to exclude broad match negative software, system, solution, platform, tool, all of these bottom of funnel keywords, broad match negatives. It cannot bid on anything with those in it. It seems counterintuitive, right? Because we want those, but we already have a campaign for that. We already have a campaign for that. So this one is going to be everything else. So exclude those as broad match negative, you guys, all your bottom of funnel keywords. And if you're not selling software, then your bottom of funnel keywords are going to be service solution. I don't know. It depends on what you're trying to buy, what type of service you're trying to buy, but you get the idea. Anything that indicates they're looking to pay money. Those are the words that are going to be negated from your middle of funnel keyword keywords. And then you're going to set up shared budgets. Now this is important, not a portfolio bid strategy. So right now we're actually using portfolio bid strategy, which I think we're going to get rid of. So the portfolio bid strategy is sharing both the budget and the bids. I don't want to share the bids because features is going to spend all the budget. So we're going to basically manipulate the bid in this campaign to give it less wiggle room and restrict its ability to spend within the shared budget. So you want to just set up shared budgets, not shared portfolio strategies and manage the bids on a per campaign basis. What else am I forgetting? Obviously in the middle of funnel keywords, go ahead and just delete all the terms like software, solution, tool. And you also want to make that campaign is probably going to be phrase match. It's a little more open-ended for the algorithm to just bid on people that are looking for whatever is indicative that they want a forecast or a scenario analysis tool. A scenario analysis, not a scenario analysis tool, because that would be in our bottom of funnel keyword campaign. That's how I would structure it, right? So bottom of funnel, middle of funnel, use, use shared budgets if you have to, because you're limited by budget. Negate the two campaigns. They're mutually exclusive and they're not competing with each other. This is a super common ph phenomenon. So I wanted to make a video about what to do when you have a very small market in your high quality search terms and a very big market in your middle of funnel or top of funnel search terms. So uh, if this relates to you, I hope this strategy was useful. Best of luck. Thanks for watching.
Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.